already a bunch of knowledge online on hybrid work because there's a lot of uh, Western countries who are back to normal, um, but nothing about real life uh, Vietnam uh, in the Vietnam context. Um, and this is why uh, Tide has partnered with AIA Vietnam, the life insurance and Dreamplex, the co-working space, um, to leverage on the lockdown time and the magic of the internet to connect you with uh, progressive HR and business leaders. So thank you all for, for being here. Um, we are going to talk about uh, real challenges here in Vietnam um, and, and really learn about the experience from, from the amazing speakers that we have today um, because they went through this and they, they are uh, the best to, to give us some uh, advice on it. Um, I, I'd like to share with you a little bit more about Tide. Uh, Tide Consulting is a company that I founded. It's based in Ho Chi Minh City and we provide coaching and trainings to companies who really care about their employees. So it's really going beyond uh, sending them vegetable boxes. Uh, it's also uh, aiming at upskilling them to make them uh, better communicators for their teams, but also uh, become better leaders and be happier at work and at home. So if you have any questions, feel free to let me know. Uh, at the end of the session, I'd be happy to answer your questions. How do we make it the, how do we make this comeback as smooth as possible? Um, it's important to prepare it because this strict lockdown uh, is tough on everyone, whether you're single or married uh, with uh, your, or living with your uh, life partner uh, with or without kids, um, working with a team or on freelance space, uh, or whether you're working for a small company or big companies, everyone is impacted by this lockdown. Um, and, uh, and there is a comparison that I like to do of this lockdown um, with um, having a culture shock when you leave work uh, or study abroad. Um, you have this phase where you're super happy about, uh, about discovering this new country, and then your satisfaction is going down because the reality is coming back. It's like your, it's the dream versus uh, reality. Um, expectation versus reality shock, and then your satisfaction go down, and then you it picks up, it recovers, and then you adapt to your new environment. It's going to be the same. Uh, it, it has been the same for the switch from uh, work from office to work from home uh, back in May, if you remember. Uh, it feels like ages ago, <laughs> um, but it happened. Uh, and the thing with culture shock there is that there is another phenomenon, which is the reverse culture shock, um, is that when you're returning home, in your home country, uh, then your satisfaction is super, super high because you're meeting your family, your, your, your friends, you're re reconnecting with your home country, and then your satisfaction goes down, and then it recovers, and then you, you reintegrate into the, the, the new environment. So this is also will happen uh, after the lockdown because lockdown and going abroad is an experience where you change uh, environment, you change space, uh, you change a uh, time frame, <laughs> and and, and I, I feel like lockdown and 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 going abroad is really similar in that sense. There, there has been a shock uh, for, to work from home and there will be a shock to work from office. Um, and I call it the, the reverse work shock or the reverse lockdown shock. Um, and especially because hybrid work will happen. It's going to happen, that's for sure, either by choice or not, uh, mainly because the vaccination rate is not going as fast as we would. The stock, the, the, the stock of vaccines are not enough for the moment. Uh, and as, for, as of uh, the 14th of September, there's only 12% of the population in um, Ho Chi Minh City that is fully vaccinated. I think it's about 95% who, uh, who has the first shot, uh, but still the fully vaccination uh, rate is super low. Um, so at some point, you and your uh, management teams uh, we'll have to deal with hybrid meetings. Some people will be in the meeting rooms. Some people will be uh, in the in, at home, 
So how do you manage that? Uh, so today we will exchange uh, with uh, Ellen, Alex and Paolo uh, on that, uh, exchange knowledge, experience, uh, so you can hack your uh, combat work uh, and get as much experience and information so you, you build your, your action plan. But without further ado, let's uh, start this roundtable. Ellen, uh, Alex, Paolo, can you introduce yourself uh, and please tell us something unique uh, about unique. yourself. Unique, oh yes. <laughs> and I will start. Hey, Pavel, Pavel was first. <laughs> yeah, I just throw myself under the bus. Yes. Based on hair, how many hair? Based on Based hair. On okay. Hair. <laughs> from from okay, from no hair to many hair. Denise had a very generous introduction of uh, of Pavel with the HR expert. So I think it should be HR experts and Pavel. Um, I <laughs> I claim myself a passionate student. Of, of, of engagement, performance management, and I'm very lucky to uh, work in my career with many great organizations, uh, including actually Einstein before with AEA. So, um, so that's, that's what helped me to gather a lot of great examples, how great companies are, are, are doing. Myself, I've been in Vietnam for 10 years, almost by now. Um, 10 will be next June. Um, and always working within issues, supporting uh, companies to engage their employees and to drive performance of the employees or, or, or freelance agents that, that work with companies to grow sales. And I'm the co-founder of a company called Tribe, where we provide a tech platform to help uh, large teams to sell more and, and more broadly help by engaging them more and, and, and driving the engagement and active activity of, of these uh, salespeople and other employees as well. Awesome. Alex? Now somebody with more hair, please. <laughs> Thank you for amazing introduction. <laughs> uh, so, so, so from my side, uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I'm working in Sovico Group and Sovico Group is powering such companies as HD Bank, Viajet Air and uh, Fulon and many others. It's a conglomerate which is uh, driven by Madame Tower, which is quite famous in Vietnam. And uh, I've been living in Vietnam for a little bit more than six years. In September, it was six years. Uh, I really love the market. And uh, I've been uh, doing HR consulting and was working full-time in such companies like Microsoft, Intel, NVIDIA. Uh, but uh, most of my experience was with Lazada and Alibaba. So I have experience working as HR across whole Southeast Asia and in Europe. And I'm quite fascinated by the market in Vietnam, by people market. And I believe that people are competitive advantage for innovative businesses. The speed of new product development, new services development really de depends on amount of quality people. And uh, the people in the team is basically building all those things. The only way to maintain a competitive advantage is uh, basically to invest in people at this point of time. And uh, I believe that hybrid work is uh, obviously here to stay. And uh, as working for a lot of conglomerates, a lot of big organizations, I, I truly believe that it's very important to have this connection between leadership and employees. Because for leadership, uh, they see the big picture. They don't focus on everyday operations. And it's very important to get buy-in from leadership about hybrid work. Uh, it will help to implement all of the processes, policies, get the budgets, all the approvals. So it's a very interesting topic. And uh, there are a lot of things to discuss uh, related to hybrid work from the standpoint why we do it and uh, how we can evolve and what will be the next step. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. So this is uh, the only long hair here to say, uh, hello everyone, my name is Anne. You can call me Anne easily. Uh, I'm Vietnamese. They're the only one Vietnamese here in the panel, right? They are foreigners and even the moderator, they are foreigners as well, she's foreigner as well. So uh, I have lucky, you know, more than 15 years working in HR professional and uh, maybe my life career, like, you know, overall from the uh, many areas in HR, including from recruitment to uh, learning to L&D and HRIS in uh, Australia, five years at Hilton. And then I come back to Vietnam three years ago to start with the head of OD. Uh, and also a bit for myself, I also love to talk to everyone and I am a professional trainer at Pace Institute. 
so very glad to to have with you here to share about how IAI apply hybrid working when we plan to come back very soon and how now we on the preparation. Awesome, thank you very much uh, to, to all to, for this uh, introduction. Can you share with us how you prepare uh, your people to switch to hybrid work? Can I? So, can I? Uh, yes. All right. Okay. You first. Ladies oh, first. I'm sorry. Ladies first. All right. Uh, let's say about how I, I can prepare for employee to come back, right? Uh, now, let's see a step by step. Now, uh, uh, I remember on our strategy to prepare on next year, that's a one, one of key pillars we need to focus that is a hybrid. So at the AAA, we define that high hybrid, uh, hybrid work is about how to help employee to adapt uh, with the uh, how working, like, you know, half-half. Now let's see, for example, one going to go from home and a half in, in the office, let them how to adapt with the, that working place. And then and how we can help a team to work at the best and also uh, employee experience is always put on the, the, the first priority that we can reach for everyone. And now, uh, and what kind of hybrid working is how we innovate our, our office and also that how we promote health and well-being among employees. That what I plan to uh, come back as the new normal. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Alex, Alex. How about Thank you? you? Sharing. Uh, I completely agree. And I agree that under hybrid model, employees uh, need to come office for some of the activities, such as, for example, meetings, client events, trainings to socialize. But uh, it, it doesn't require everyday presence in the office. And there are a lot of things that uh, employees can do at work and uh, in quiet conditions such as data analysis, reading, and do video meetings. Uh, a lot, there was a lot of backlash when uh, Yahoo tried in 2013 to uh, implement uh, hybrid work and then force people back to offices. And uh, this year, the same happened with Apple and Google who were pr promoting hybrid working model. But when the time come to end the COVID restrictions, they were basically forcing employees back to the office. It's very important to have this open conversation with staff and have equal approach to all departments. Because oftentimes there is a, this biased opinion that for example, it's a tech teams can have a complete hybrid work and commercial and business teams cannot. This creates this disparity and uh, causes a gap in trust. I believe that the provision of the efficient software suite is also very important. A lot of companies have uh, policies or processes, but there is just lack of tools to organize hybrid work and uh, everything starts, I believe that any organization starts with the rules. And uh, when you establish the rules, the second most important step is like how you can enforce them and how you can oversee them, how you can support your employees with a hybrid work. And it's especially important for people who are not sure if they can perform at home. Uh, I see that a lot of people really enjoy working from home, but their productivity is going down. This is why we need to have some model where we can track performance and it can be KPI, it can be OKR objectives and key results. There are a lot of systems uh, which help to track performance of our amazing employees. So I believe that uh, work from home here to stay and uh, fewer than 20% of companies plan to have uh, employees back to the offices even after pandemic will end. So this is uh, just a couple of points from mm. my side. I got a question, Alex, because I, I'm sure you observe a lot of what's happening in the West, right? Because West already is in the hybrid uh, mode, right? I think interesting factor is the expectations of uh, employees themselves. And it looks to me like they are quite different here in Vietnam than for, uh, let's say, most of countries in Europe or US. Uh, what are your thoughts on that or observations and how you kind of, what are you taking from the West good case practice and what do you think it's more kind of diverse or personalized here for Vietnam? Yes, uh, I think, for example, a massive difference is uh, commuting because uh, in the West, uh, it's very common to spend two hours a day for commuting. And uh, this is mm. a very big deal breaker for a lot of Western companies. While in Southeast Asia, most of the time, you don't spend more than 20 minutes for commuting to mm. get into the office and back. 
Uh, I think this is one of the major differences. Uh, but the things that really, really work in the United States, uh, a lot of companies, they compete for this uh, remote talent pool. And a lot of companies, they already had some ways of organizing remote work. While in uh, Southeast Asia, the whole technology boom started just 10 years ago. And uh, mm. a lot of companies, they just have no idea what are the benefits of remote work. And uh, there is a clearly disparity in performance. A lot of times uh, it, there, there is lack of management skills, how to manage remote teams and how to organize the work because a lot of companies, they still don't have a software suit to support this model. Uh, implementation of 365 uh, just recently started among a lot of countries, Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines, Vietnam. Uh, in Singapore, it was uh, a little bit earlier, but if we will compare how Singapore is advancing with technology and how uh, the rest of countries in, South, in Southeast Asia are advancing, I believe that the potential of other countries and especially Vietnam is much bigger. And technology adoption in Vietnam is crazy. We go from 100% cash on delivery to 10% uh, e-wallets and adoption of uh, e-wallets is basically in two years. Two years ago, it was impossible to buy anything uh, anywhere with QR codes. Now they're everywhere. So I believe that this shift will be drastic and there will be two types of companies. Ones that will prepare everything right now. And it's not just Generation Z because Generation Z is preparing the platform for alpha generation. Alpha generation, those guys, they, they will not even consider companies which will have no hybrid model because those kids are right now, they are studying through Zoom. What, what will be another way for them they, they are getting used to everything remote so i think that it's very important for mm. all companies in southeast asia to consider this option mm. Mm. to follow up with him as well because uh, i i i worked in australia for five years it's mm. uh, a, a much different in the cultures and working way as well but you know uh hybrid working it always exists when I come back to Vietnam, I, I found in AI Vietnam, they also have like, you know, uh, refer for employees, you can take and work from home anytime if you feel free that you, you want to take care of your family and you can work to save your time. So I think that uh, hybrid working is always exists, but because of the COVID, they make us like, you know, more push employee to adapt quickly. And I, in, I, I, I always positive, like to look at the positive angle that the COVID make employees to prepare themselves and how to adapt with the change. And agree with Alex as well that the, the, the digital and technology in Vietnam is a big boom. So most of the company, they try to adopt a lot of technologies and also like, you know, uh, enhance digital that how employee can more interact during the work from home and how they can engage with each other. That I can see that, uh, we don't need to do much, but we let them know how it's convenient and how they're comfortable with the technology we use. I do think. Mm. One interesting thing I noticed is that uh, if you compare the ratio of people that want to come back to office in the West, it's much lower than in Vietnam, right? And we know a couple of factors, right? That so that many of us just have uh, not good enough condition to work from home. Maybe the internet is not good or, or there's not enough space or we have children running around. So probably when I ask my friends in Poland, they say, oh, we don't want to come back to office. <laughs> when I ask my friends, yeah. And when I ask my friends here, they say, we, like when I ask my team, they say, yes, I cannot wait to come back to office, right? So, so the ratios are totally different. And so I guess what I'm expecting that will cause is that more people, of course, will adapt just to, okay, we can come back to office and we work just like we used to do before. But there will be still people who prefer to have more flexibility and stay at home to work. But because there's more people who maybe go back just to previous normal, that may create the pressure on those who want to work from home. And they may feel sort of excluded or, or like that, that right? Um, and, and that may create some inequality. So that's one risk potentially that I would also be watching for and, and, and I guess if we realize as companies the benefits of giving more autonomy to people, which is one of the huge motivation driver, then we should make sure that we still welcome that and people even kind of give an extra push to people to still stay home and, and sometimes and rip the benefits of that. So that's, that's personally my plan just to uh, constitute that, that at least a day in a week, like you do work from home because that kind of creates 
new opportunities for for gaining the the, the balance in in our life right um yeah I guess, but how Mm -hmm. how, how do you do to uh, compensate with the lack of informal uh, relations, informal interactions between your employees? Mm. Um, because by working from home, you're losing, you're kind of losing uh, that right. informal uh, communication. So, so how do you do to, to compensate with that? I, I, uh, I may refer to one story that happened uh, to me recently. I, uh, Almost all of my team members are in Vietnam, but we had one Vietnamese team member who lives in Australia. Uh, so she was from the day one, she was working remotely with us. And uh, we just decided that uh, it's new normal is coming, so we should better embrace it. And this is a great opportunity to, to try, right? Uh, and to, to, to start working that way. So um, after one year working with us, she decided to leave the company and one of the key reasons was that she felt that she's craving this physical interaction with the team members. And, and she, because she's in Australia and we are all here, there's no way for that. And, and she decided to start looking for a job in Australia so that she can again feel that physical interaction. So like you say, Denise, like there must be an opportunity for the balance. I think we must accept that some people just don't need it and, and they may not want to engage that way. So that leads to another point. And I think uh, Tracy has touched on that quite a lot, for, uh, Tracy from Shopee on the, on the previous uh, series of, of, of these uh, lunch uh, talks, right? That it's, it is quite difficult to, to make the hybrid meetings, but I think we have no choice and we still need to enable that. So in my experience, we had this one person in Australia and everyone in Vietnam. So even before the lockdown, initially we had everybody in the room and one person online horrible idea <laughs> it totally makes that one person feel excluded completely disengaged and and just doesn't feel fair so what we started doing we said hey guys up to you you can come to office or you can uh, stay home for the meeting when we talk about the all hands meeting but everybody is on their own laptop so it means we work from dreamplex so we would have team members in different corners of dreamplex <laughs> <laughs> to to be on the call because it feels more inclusive for and and then it it encourages people to really feel that that they really have a choice that they can either stay home or they can they can come to the office right yeah so yeah, it's, it's either everybody is online or everybody is in person there is no hybrid meetings happening because the communication level is not the same right so, um, so hybrid means that, right? That maybe we're in the office, but even if we're in the same room, I ask team members to have their own laptop with the camera on them. We mm -hmm. may sit next to each other, but, but it feels more like we are uh, all seeing each other individually, right? Okay. But I think, and, uh, but I think Paul, that's um, uh, for Vietnam culture, uh, mm. for Vietnam culture's perspective, huh? Uh, we... We, we have to adapt with how, how hybrid working will be happening mm. exist from now on and adapt with the new way of working. Uh, but you know, the, we have to compensate for the emotional thinking. Mm. Even that we, we are chatting with you, right? But if we are, imagine that if we are on the stage, we're sharing it more like, you know, touching people. And like, you know, if we have the audience, we can see all, all the face here, how the yeah. energy we can gain, how, like, you know, how the, the, uh, the good uh, atmosphere we can exchange to each other. That, that is the, the very good point. Irreplaceable, good right? Yeah. It's, you yeah, cannot replace that replace, with online. Yeah, it's mm. unreplaceable. Mm. So, 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 so I do think that we have to compensate for that thing, mm. for the, the emotional. And for Vietnam cultures, well, people want to engage with each other and we base on the relationship at Jones, uh, JK, he have just mentioned here on the chat, I, I have just read. Uh, yes, because in the Vietnam culture, they base on relationship. Therefore, mm. lack of emotional and lack of face-to-face meeting, it also reduced the, you know, the mm. quality of the meeting. And we can't deny that we easy to get burnout, right? We easy getting burnout when we're working uh, on on the uh, platform when we're meeting, and we easy to getting angry and hard mm. to control emotions. <laughs> <right>? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's we can't deny. So I think that the company should compensate for this as well. That's this is the hard. So, so I mentioned the well-being mm. is very important in that 
So how? So how when you say compensate? compensate, you mean that like sorry, Denise. So you mean that that organize both spaces, right? That sometimes we do have physical, and we ask everybody to join physically, and some other time we have uh, blended yeah, approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for I, I just look back for AI Vietnam uh, mm -hmm. because we know it. We know that employee to get a lot of like stressful when they working with the computer. Now I I, I mm. try to. Uh, let you in the spotlight and look at you that okay imagine that you are in front of me but for some people they can't have a good imagines and they also like you know they refer like my CEO he, you know my CEO he doesn't like to sit or to stand in front of the camera he's like oh everyone needs to turn on the video everyone mm. needs to turn on the camera I'm confident to talk to don't let me talk alone, please. That's yes. that and and I, you know, I reflect my employees well own employee. I, I, I. So how how would we say? Mm -hmm. uh, the first that when we come back, we need to think about how we innovate about our office. That how they feel that okay, it's similar like a house, like a home. Isn't you know? And we need to allocate it. Okay, need freedom for everyone. You can sit anywhere you like to. You can sit in the CEO desk as well, but that's <laughs> very open office. Let they feel comfortable with that. That we, we plan to do. And for also for the for the technology that I, I share with you, we need to ensure that how we bring the platform that they feel very easy. We try on with the gather towel. You know gather towel? The platform with no. gather towel. Oh interesting. And, uh, the, the, the platform of gather towel to show you that. Uh, okay, I'm in this chair, you're in this chair, but that's in Mario, you know, the game Mario. Mm. It's similar like, right. like Mario. And you know that the people here in the office and you see me, for example, mm. my, my staff can see me, I'm available. They, they just click on wow. my table. And if you in another room, you can't hear anything about in the HR room talking about. So mm. that we, we just try a, a bit more like, you know, some more some of apps we can apply. However, mm. at AIA, they have the ecosystem of Microsoft to ensure that we have the, like, you know, the everything in one place for employees Secure to well. see. Yes. Mm. And also we promote the health and well-being program. And on the health and well-being program that I share you, we first start to do it, how you can meditation. At the beginning, mm. I think, oh, it's so boring. I am an agile pupil. How can I, I, I sit for one or two, minutes to like you know meditation but after we launch employee like you know really like it because they think that they need time to relax they need time to sing and they need time to to do something slower because mm. it's tired and also that we, we we train them how you can help your your, your neck your back when you work like you know long time in front of the computer that what we just like the head and shoulders knees yeah. and toes <laughs> Uh, uh, but we, but uh, honestly, that we really want, like, you know, to cut all the system, like, you know, in mm. 10 minutes or five minutes, let everyone know, okay, this time we need to do something. We need to do exercise. You need to stand up. You need to work. And then we come back. That I, mm. I really want to do for I, but that's just my thinking. That the that's, I, I want to add one story to that, to what you just said about the mental well-being. Um, one of one of the one of my customers that I work with is a is a shoe brand called Bitis. So so they are very they are Vietnam legendary brand. And but what is so inspiring about them is their leadership. They really care about building the they call it happy Bitis culture. And they impact with this culture even their partners. So when my team has a has a meeting with their team, they do the same routines that they do internally. Which is that before we start the discussion. There is one or two minutes, like I said, of, of uh, meditation or reflective state. And then the next thing is a check-in. So, so they will go one by one to ask everyone after this uh, slow moment of, of just uh, inner, inner look, how is everybody feeling? Just to mentally check in. And this is, it sounds trivial, but it's so... Um, so impactful to make people feel that we actually care to ask and we we really care to hear how people are and this is so important because i'm sure that everybody on this call has some situation where they realize a little bit too late that some of their co-worker actually is not doing really well mentally right maybe they're yeah. going through some challenges uh, related to their family 
maybe somebody actually got infected with COVID and they're under this crazy pressure, but they don't just share it because we just talk about work, right? So mm. I think it's so, it's so huge like that we develop sometimes these habits of actually asking and speaking yeah. of hybrid approach, how can we take mm. these great things that we realize and we start doing because we work online? So when we come back to office, how we can still continue doing those things? So how about you, Alex? Yeah. yeah, I agree with you, Pavel, and uh, I'm going to play a little bit of uh, devil's advocate. And uh, if I look at the situation mm. from the standpoint of management, of mm. course, I understand that we cannot do a corporate trip in Zoom or we cannot do a team building. But besides of that, why would we uh, need to organize hybrid work? Because it's obviously for top management that the productivity will go down. Why would, why would the company want to risk and uh, oftentimes spend more? Because Software is not cheap, and uh, Office 360, Zoho, uh, Trello, all of the corporate licenses, they are quite expensive. This is where it's very important to have uh, financial planning and uh, understanding of the cost and how the company can save on this. So a good example is that uh, you are tapping in a much bigger talent pool. It means that you can mm. find uh, same or even better talents uh, at lower price because people can work from remote locations. And uh, I've been working in Vietnam for six years and uh, we have relocated so many people from different regions of Vietnam outside of Ho Chi Minh and Hanoi. Uh, a lot of talents around the place. Vietnam has more than 20 universities that produce technology talents and not everybody can relocate. Uh, Vietnamese culture, as was said before, it's very collaborate, collaborative, it's a personal relationship. It's a lot of people, they cannot leave their city because they have to take care of their parents and hybrid work allows to find those people and onboard mm. them. Uh, another thing is that uh, right now, mm. Vietnam builds class A offices. And uh, the class A office uh, about five years ago was around $55 square meter, but now it's more than $80. And if you want to have amazing office in a convenient spot, for example, in Ho Chi Minh, it will be district one, it's very expensive. And uh, you cannot just put a uh, double number of people on the same spot. This is where you can save the budget. Uh, each person needs approximately two square meters. It's uh, almost $200 per month you can save and then redirect these funds for team buildings. I think a good example that Pavel provided is that you have a team member that is based remotely and mm. remote is not hybrid. This person is not hybrid. Hybrid is where you have three days when in the office. you can come to office. Home. <laughs> Yeah, right. but remote you cannot. So this is where you can save this budget from people working hybrid and utilize mm. it to have a person have business trips once a month. The business right. trip is not very right. expensive, but this person will feel like it, uh, he or she are part of the team. And uh, there, there are really amazing talents around the place. A lot of companies, to, they don't consider this, yeah. And just to add to that, like you said, like how we can repurpose that money it's a huge impact because it's not something typically companies do. So in my case with this team member from Australia, we, we use some of the money we saved to send her a gift. We just like, we just bought something because we knew her passion. We bought her a, a hammock that she can go on her trips and she loved it. And, and she equally loved the gift itself, but just the fact because she was so surprised we did it because it's something she wouldn't expect. So you can earn a bit more sympathy or, or, or credit yeah. from, from your employees, but going out of your way, because that's what she told me later on. That's, I was surprised that you go out of your way, even I'm in Australia, but you still do it, right? You make, you spend your time. So you can really earn like, uh, or strengthen the bond with those employees by, by being smart, right? About how mm. to use the same money. Exactly. Uh, and uh yeah, uh, when we're talking about the same money, I do think that uh, one, one, one of my experience to share about a high, uh, like, you know, about uh, high bridge working, but uh, that not a, like, you know, the physical or the financial, that also that uh, recognition. Mm. Uh, because some of the people, they do think that if they work from home, they work remotely, how can they interact with their line manager? Mm. How, how the, the team can, like, you know, working at the best? And how can manager can see through myself that how I contribute to the organization? So appreciation and, and recognition program that also think of about how we lift up their mental, lift up their, like, you know, uh, the, the productivity and in the work, even that they work in uh, remotely. Uh, let us share with you one experience I, I, I have when I'm working in Australia. Uh, when I work in Australia at the Hilton, 
uh, they have a campaign, a, uh, uh, like catch me at my best, and they always mm. run through in August. Whatever you do, if you do with the customer, even that you do with the any employees in the company, just to give you a hand, I can help you to clean uh, the dishes. Okay, I can help you to bring the breakfast to the customer, or I can help you to be like you know the back office, uh, like you know the the, the the front office today to say to to help you if any uh, guests to come and ask or uh, whatever you you help employees and other people. They can like you know leave you a a message. Okay, uh, and thank you very much for you give me today just a planning, but it is awesome for me to execute. That's it. So I mm. think that that also lift up uh, the energies and lift up their how they think that their value and how they think that they can contribute for other people. That, that I learned from Hilton, and then one thing that I learned from IAA that. Uh, I also promote uh, recognition program, even that we are in, uh, like, you know, working from home, like Alex said, working from home, it doesn't mean that they're hard rich one, but however, for some people now, admin, admin team, administration team, they have to be in the office because they have a stamp, you know, in Vietnam, everything needs to be stamped, the physical stamp, uh, and we need to change the mindset of the people with you, the electric signature. Right. Mm. Uh, so how can how can we let like, you know appreciate their challenging that they go to the office with a very like you know a virus around them and how they can stay in a very unsafety environment? So appreciation their work is also the the the, the benefit to to lift up the the best working among team and also the best of productivity that I think we can share it's, here. It's uh, huge. It's huge. I, I noticed that working with some clients where uh, talking about uh, salespeople in retail, right? Like, let's say, imagine the customer come to the store, they want to buy a product, but you're out of stock. So what happens is the, the sellers say, sorry, I don't have a stock today. Okay. <laughs> so because every time that if, if the, like, there were also opposite cases where the employee went extra mile. Like if, if the customer say no stock, they say, okay, Sir, please wait. I will go quickly to another store that we have nearby. They have a stock. I'll bring it for you. So they were doing that. But then if there was no recognition for this, there was no incentive. There was no recognition, acknowledgement. It doesn't need to be about money. It needs to be about acknowledgement in the first place. People stop doing that because gradually they see, okay, nobody noticed. So why do I try? Right? So how do we, how do we, encourage these go extra mile behaviors that's what this ad hoc recognition systems uh, are for right and, and and generally about all contributions like one issue that we see or one one challenge right that we see in in hybrid work is that if i see you i'm more likely to consider that you're working hard if i don't see you then then i'm i tend to think that about the person i see more often that they work harder which is completely unfair approach so Alex was talking about these different tech platforms, right? That's, that's also what I work with, with our clients, right? Is how we can record these achievements and contributions so we can compare employees fairly and recognize or reward people when they actually deserve it and not just because they are more frequently in front of my face so I can see them, right? Yeah, I agree uh, with you, Pablo. Uh, yeah. yeah, I see. I see the very, very important question in chat from B. Uh, what we foresee as, as any side effects when we renovate office uh, that we mentioned before. Uh, I see a very interesting thing that happens in Vietnam. Uh, I have this multi tool, so it does twenty things. It's very convenient and very small. I see that companies uh, hear how office is very important for employees, and then they're just money thrown into the office. It looks cool, but it's completely non-functional and uh, employees cannot understand why, why some decisions were done. The reason why is that uh, whatever we do anything, we need to understand why we do it and what will be the outcomes and how somebody can benefit from this. So we are moving away from uh, just understanding that there is some customer experience, how the customer operates with our product and our services. But we also need to understand what is the employee experience, how employees can actually to increase their productivity to deliver this uh, amazing product or build something innovative. And uh, if we go any top office in Vietnam, we will see the same thing everywhere. People packed mm -hmm. and the office itself is not ready for hybrid work. There are no standing desks. There is no way to organize free space. 
Like I said that uh, Aya wants to provide employees way to work everywhere, like any block of the building, mm. but companies need to be ready for that. So there should be a hybrid office space where people know that they can come from home and just go there and it's available instead of coming to someone and say like, hey, uh, there is no space, <laughs> I'm going back home. So <laughs> right. this, this is mm. very important. So people can feel comfortable both working at home and coming to the office. And as I said in the early beginning, there are things that impossible to do at home. You cannot really socialize at home and human interaction is very important. Learning, remote learning is not very good because people tend to ask less questions uh, online rather than face-to-face. -face. And uh, mm. it's very hard to have one-on-one -on -one discussion online. You need to write to somebody, hey, let, let's talk after the meeting. While in training room, you can just go to teacher and ask something. Mm. Exactly, and, and you touched a real, uh, really important point is that we need to rethink uh, our budget, but also rethink our space and, and how we recognize people um, and, and our processes, right? Uh, so my question is about uh, how uh, your company can support the employee, especially in uh, this uh, pandemic currently mm -hmm. stage. And uh, especially uh, just now you share that for, for the staff, right? For operation or admin staff, they have to uh, work in during that time also. Yes, mm. thank you. Uh, let, let us share with you the experience, the real experience that we have, even yeah. that we are, we are direct, can you hear me? <laughs> we are direct competitors. <laughs> but, but in the professional way, we can exchange experience that good yes. for employee Vietnam, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, that will be okay. right. Yeah. Uh, let us share with you that uh, one, one of the messages on the chat, I can see that we need to award employee and how to think about how we reward as well. Uh, so the case with the administration team, uh, we support for all the very junior staff with uh, a cost. We, we bear a cost for them to ensure that we have the extra benefit during the pandemic. And, uh, and how can they help? Because we have one example that the, the girl, they go to the office and they have the police to call her that you need to show me the paper that you, you, you need to go to the office. Yeah, yes. and she, she show, but she, she also get like, you know, the, the punishment. So we need to ensure that we support her on time and even other at the right time. So for the help desk and also for the administration team, we need the extra benefit for them to ensure that uh, where they, they, they feel that company care for them. And for the for very like you know a low level, I, I don't want to say to, to use the word at low level, but for you know the new entry uh, level of the company, we also have the extra benefit for them that every month for the internet and also to support them because uh, most of them, they don't have like, you know, a full view of the internet or they need to pay bill yeah. of electric. Yeah, so so we extra benefit for them. Oh, on that's the what financial. Yeah, on the financial. And for the whole company, yeah. uh, that what we do that we we, 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 we run the, the try campaign, try uh, yourself, that you uh, one in the body, body that we need to work at home, work at home, yeah. and Every single step you, you count for, for, for this, we will convert to the vaccine contribution for the governance. So that's why everyone will enjoy. And we also launched the mass communication uh, in the, that's it, like, you know, integrate to the Microsoft team. So employee can see the hub of the communication. And on the hub of the communication, we have the combo. The combo is mean if you like, and you tag some, uh, you tag to like, you know, uh, the, the college to join with the communication, we will convert to the money. And that money will help to our employee to get FO, to become an FO. So we bring for them and to, we have like, you know, the vaccine team uh, to support them on the every single war in the whole team and to help them with the vaccine as well. That's what we do for employee to overcome the challenge on the physical thing. Oh, thank, thank you, David. And very much for your sharing. So to me, it's, it's very meaningful. Mm. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Em. Thank you. Thank uh, you, John, for your, for your questions. Does anybody else have any other questions for um, the other uh, speakers? Hi, Chị Anh. Uh, I'm Stan from um, Sổ Bán Hàng. Our company is a startup company. And of course, our employee side outside is much smaller than the company side. So 
So um, we are facing, however, we are facing this, maybe the same, some issue, the same in other company, company like um, it's hard for us to engage people when people um, work from home, even we have some activity to gather on the company uh, to uh, a one, one event, but not much employee active in that event, even they join it, but they doesn't active, they don't active. So uh, could you share your experience and maybe some advice to how to uh, have more so employee activities that can engage more people? Thank you. Uh, uh, okay, chị. Uh, em can share with you, yeah? uh, it depends on that, uh, how your employee want to. Uh, if you go through on the LinkedIn, you see most of the company, they provide for them a basket of vegetable, right? Rau, uh, and then uh, a meat, right? During the lockdown, they provide the baskets. But for AI, I, I didn't do like that. Uh, uh, I choose I took the, another opportunity to raise. So the first layer, the, the should think about how your employee want to. So in AI Vietnam, in this season, mid-autumn, uh, we provide for them uh, a, a mooncake. So we believe that this is sweet. And uh, when we deliver for them in this time, they can enjoy with their family. So that's the reason why we don't pick on that time, but we pick on this time. That's what I can share with you, that one kind of activity I do for them. Another thing that I do for them that uh, uh, um, uh, I, I, I do for the learning, because in this time, they don't not really engage because they start to think, oh, I have to love them at home. I have to many things to take care of family. I have to take care. I have to think that, okay, how many times I can go to the market? And what if the list of uh, the army can bring for me, right? So to think, to should think about that. Okay, in this time, what is benefit for them? Think of about what benefit for your employees and think of them and they say, uh, no, it's not time, it's when. It's not time, is when you can improve yourself to overcome challenge. So I'm um, already make um, the, the, the challenge that I challenge you to learn two courses in a week. I challenge you to learn about uh, uh, the communication skill in the in in, in next two weeks. I just challenge and I make the 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 the, the culture of challenge each other to learn. And after they learn, we we I I also have okay now share. Have you learned? You share because the people refer to talk rather than refer to learn to listen. So we can benefit of them. Let them share when they shout out what they want to say. They shout out what they think, they stress really, and they get more insight for you. And I'm also do a survey. I say that, okay, if you have a chance to say one word you want to do for AAA, what is that? They give me one word. I don't let them say many words, one word. So they say collaboration. Some people say innovation. Some people say caring. Some people say that uh, give. Oh, okay, I will pick and I, I, I select the activity. And uh, one of activity I do for them that uh, I organize mini town hall meeting. It means a uh, uh, happy hour. In happy hour, like all of us here, we bring for them the quarter. Okay, we cheer together. Just say say out. And all the virtual, we can play that. Okay, I call Paul. Paul, I give you my phone. And then Paul had to say, okay, I have phone here. And she, she will bring to me. Okay, and she will bring to me. I give to Alex my mouse. And I like have to find something the most similar that you can gain the energy from all the audience and you start to talk and share with them the business and share with your, with your company about the insight you want to say. I, I always so, say honest. I always say awesome, honest. Yeah. Thank you very much for your sharing. One, one thing to remember uh, from hybrid work, uh, Alex. Okay, I, I think I, I will just add the last thing is that uh, it's very important that hybrid work it's not about COVID, it's just about how we work. COVID is just the catalyst for that. And it's very important that we will continue to improve and provide this convenient work model going forward, even after COVID will be over. Awesome, thank you very much, Powell. One thing to yeah, remember- I'll add that. Let's reflect what, what we have uh, improved during this uh, remote working, what, what we really want to carry on with with now with this uh, 
hybrid approach uh, and and let's make sure that it's equal for employees regardless if they kind of stay more at, 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 at the office or at home that uh, that their contributions and achievements are equally recorded and recognized right so we don't discredit yeah. anyone okay thank you very much Paolo. and and about one thing to remember about hybrid work mm. quickly uh, <coughs> yeah uh, <laughs> okay okay uh, to me i do think that health and well-being is important similar to uh, uh, jason because uh, health and well-being help employees to enhance the productivity and they feel that they, they can balance between work and life. So to me, for the hybrid working that how can help employees to get more experience is much important than other things. Awesome. Thank you very much. So well-being, uh, it's all about reflection. And also Alex mentioned that it's 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 uh, about convenience not about covid it's another thing mm. uh, thank you thank you all so today um it, uh, we highlighted the the impact of uh, the importance of employee expe uh, expectation uh, rather being well-being mental health uh, team activities um the, the second thing that i will remember is is that we need to rethink our way to to think our uh, businesses uh through um through different KPIs or change of KPIs, change of performance tracking. And also it's important to recognize our employees uh, with, the share, with the story of Powell with uh, his uh, staff in, in Australia. Um, and it's, it's very important to, to have like, to prepare those recognition so that the employees feel that they matter. They really matter um, and to the company, but also uh, to their contribution and their work. So thank you, thank you, Anne, thank you, Alex, thank you, Powell, thank you, everyone, thank you very much. for attending this event. Thank you everyone very much. Thank, thank you. you very much. See you all. Bye. See you all See at you the happy all. hour. At the, the happy hour. Yeah, hour. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we will. Not happy thank hour. Thank you, everyone. Friday. Okay. Bye-bye, everyone. Please stay safe. Bye-bye, everyone. Stay safe, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone, for watching this HR Lunch Break Highlights. This is brought to you by Tide for the business and HR community in Vietnam and in Southeast Asia. We help people better collaborate, motivate, and inspire others by providing training programs that fit your needs in communication, leadership development, and employee experience. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and like our Facebook and LinkedIn pages. Have a nice day, everyone.